This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the My BSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. All right. Thank you, Stubby, very, very much. And we are ready to get the second hour underway. It always begins with the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, and then we will immediately go to uh, Brandon in Durant and James in Waxahachie. I'm going to get those uh, folks helped. They've been waiting very patiently, especially Brandon, poor, poor Brandon. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Skinny, not a description, a name. This two-and-a-half-year-old 76-pound King Shepherd mix is a sweet, friendly pup ready to start her new life. She has a gorgeous caramel coat and expressive eyes. Skinny came to the SPCA of Texas after she was the victim of a shooting. It took some... Oh. I hadn't pre-read this. I don't know what I'm getting into here. Skinny came to the SPCA of Texas after uh, the the shooting. It took some time for her to heal while she was emotional and physical. Let's try this again. While the emotional and physical scars will always be there, Skinny has come a long ways from the shy, scared dog she was. Skinny spent some time in a foster home where she showed her foster dad her silly, gentle personality. She's definitely a Velcro dog, constantly wants to cuddle or just be next to you. So if you're looking for companionship, Skinny is a great choice. Skinny would do well in a home with a yard or a first-floor apartment. She'd love a home with kids five and up and would like to meet other dogs in the home first to see if they're a good match. Now, through May 31, her adoption is free. To request an appointment to meet Skinny, please fill out the application at spca.org slash dogadopt. Oh, my goodness, I hope we can get her adopted. I hope we can get some people to go take a look at Skinny. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Skinny has been spayed, microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas, uh, shelter the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. And uh, I might add, uh, you can uh, see her uh, by going to spca.org slash findapet, and you're looking for Skinny. And you can change her name if you want to. That's not a problem. She'll get used to that. The two-and-a-half-year-old 76-pound King Shepherd Mix. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Again, to browse uh, the available animals at spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And that is Skinny at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. That is sponsored by Baylor Scott & White, where our family has received some of the most miraculous health care over the years. And uh, we are so beholden to Baylor Scott & White Health. And once you get in their, in their uh, 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 care, you will feel the very same way. You know that I'm here to offer helpful advice. Usually it's on gardening, but here I'm willing to uh, extend that on to Baylor Scott and White Health. My, with the My BS Health app from Baylor Scott and White, 
I can manage my health care my way so I can keep myself in tip-top shape or at least as close as I can come to it. I'm not what you would deem to be tip-top shape, but I'm doing the best that I can, and that app will help. My BSW Health app. It helps me schedule appointments, get test results, message my doctors, even handle care for others in my family, all on my schedule and from wherever I am. And you don't even need a green thumb to download the My BSW Health app. Just text the word BETTER to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, of course, to 88408. Don't thank me. You can thank those great people at Baylor Scott & White Health. Learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere. And you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very much. Now, Brandon, in Durant, Oklahoma, let's go to Brandon. Let's see if we can help. This is Brandon. This is uh, Neil. Good morning. Thank you for being so patient. I'm sorry it took so long. How can I help you? Hey, good morning, Neil. Can you hear me? Good morning. Good uh, to talk to you there, bud. Hey, I got a question. Uh, my uh, my wife and I bought a house back in, in November of last year, and we when we got here, our crepe myrtle trees were about uh, 20 foot tall and four foot wide, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, we took them uh, and uh, I cut them back to the first uh, fork there because really uh, I'd like for them to be trees instead of sticks. Uh, and uh, it, it looks like they're really bushing out really good now. Uh, the foliage is up to uh, um, about eight to 10 foot. From the you know top of the tree, you know two foot two foot on the top top of the tree. My question is, is can we decorate the the trunks of those crepe myrtle trees with uh, climbing rose bushes? Um, the trunks of crepe myrtles are are what you're going to look at uh, about five months of the year, four to five months of the year when the trees are bare, when the plants are bare, and so I would, if it were my choice, I would prefer to leave the, the trunks visible and unencumbered from the trunks of climbing roses just so I could see the, the crepe myrtle trunks. They're beautiful yeah, they when are. they get some yeah, age to them. They, they really are pretty. And, yeah. and plus, you need full sun for roses to bloom well. So they really need to be out on a fence or on some other kind of support where you can train them, where you can... Uh, it, it'd be gotcha. awfully hard to tie them to a crepe myrtle trunk. Right, I get you. Climbing okay. roses, yeah, climbing roses are not really climbing plants. They're leaning plants. They lean against their supports, and so we oh. have to tie them in place. Uh, okay, okay, I get you. They, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, they don't have it. any way of vining. They're not vines. Okay, I got you. I got you. It's totally... I got you. Totally new to this thing. I have so much more I'd like to talk to you about, but out of respect for your other callers, I'll... I'll well, and, you. and you're kind to that. I, I'm going to offer one other suggestion. I, I was trying to picture what you were doing with the pruning. Uh, you might want to go to our website of Crepe Myrtle Trails. Um, 
CrapeMyrtleTrails.org. That's the Crape Myrtle Trails of McKinney. CrapeMyrtleTrails.org. C-R-A-P-E. And yes, sir. we have under basic care, we have a lot of pruning information. Uh, it's yeah. normally not a good plan to top crepe myrtles because that kind of changes our whole growth habit a lot. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what you did and whether that was topping or not. But, but anyway, that might be of help to you as you train them into tree form. They basically are all genetically shrubs, and if you want to convert them into trees, uh, there's some good information there to help you. Okay. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate it, Mr. Sperry. Y'all have a great week. It's Neil, okay? and you are welcome, and thank you for being right, so buddy. patient to wait. Have a, have a great you. day. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right, let's see. We'll come and go uh, back and go to uh, James and Waxahachie who's having some trouble with methylly plums. That's a shame. That's a wonderful variety. I'll, he'll be right up on the other side of this break. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and the methylly plums are the number one recommendation in it for plums. Uh, I have a very special, very limited time offer on, on my book, and uh, here is the whole scheme of things. This is the book that I hope you will get. It culminates uh, a, a career in uh, horticultural education, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I wrote Complete Guide to Texas Gardening in 82 and then redid it in 80, uh, 91 and have not touched that book since. Uh, the publisher sold it, and I just chose not to not to chase them around the country. And uh, so instead of working there, I decided to self-publish this book so that I could have Carolyn Skye and Cindy Smith be my uh, editor and graphic designer, respectively. And I'm so glad that I did. This is the book I wanted in the first place, and now it's available to you. Fifth printing, not fifth edition, but fifth printing of the book is uh, now available. Uh, it was delayed by three or four weeks back in April, but it's available. But in the process, I put a special offer out and got myself behind on signing. I'm getting caught up. I think I'll be caught up, I hope, this week. I have a bunch of personalized ones to do, and and uh, some of the personalizations are, I think the record is 45 words of an inscription somebody wanted. Oh. So anyway, but uh, anyway, those are ahead of me. And uh, I'm working on them. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening in Texas. All counties in Texas are included in this. The chapter two is a 48-page calendar of all the critical gardening tasks. And then great details on trees and shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in the book. And your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. I have to do that because you can't see the book before you buy it. Uh, it is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. So I give you a guarantee. I'll refund every penny you spend on, on the book, on tax, on postage, everything, uh, if you're not satisfied. 64000 almost 65000 sold to date, and not one request for a refund yet. So I think the odds are pretty good that you'll like this book. Please, if you want that, that uh, uh, somewhat delayed <laughs> delivery price, uh, this is the way to get it. Uh, you, it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You need to order it either from my website or by calling my office. It will be $36.95. It is $31.95, but you need to hurry because once I get caught up, the price will go up to $36.95. And uh, here are the two ways you can order it. Go to, uh, go to the phone and call Monday through Friday, 800 
800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way, because you can do it right now, is at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. In person, inside. In person, outside. Online, always. All of these options can be found at our website, sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. That is our pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett. He has cautioned us to go to sharingtheheart.org for the First United Methodist Church. If you are a member or considering joining, uh, uh, visiting uh, today for the 11 uh, o'clock, 1110 service, which would be outdoors, do check um, on rainy days. There is some question. Okay, sip of water, excuse me. And um, the information is on the website. I haven't looked this morning. Uh, you'll need to check to see if uh, the service, it's, it's out in an outdoor setting with a roof. But he said, we're using electronic equipment. If it's raining, we're not going to fry the pastor. <laughs> this is a phrase he said in an informal meeting a week or two ago. I thought that's a pretty good, pretty good phrase. Advanced foundation repair. Can you imagine what's going to happen to foundations when it turns hot and dry in about six weeks? Oh, my goodness. Foundations that have been kind of riding like surfboards on top of all this wet soil are suddenly going to say, what happened to the moisture? And they're going to start to kind of like seesaws on on a fulcrum. They're just going to pop and crack and say, goodness gracious, the soil is shrinking, and here we are, high and dry. And that's why you don't want to wait until then. Uh, Fred Marshall and the folks at Advanced Foundation Repair assure us that they can determine foundation issues just as well, if not better, when the soil is wet than they can when it's dry. And so don't wait until the the big demand time comes in the hot weather. If you think you have a foundation problem, contact them now, and they can determine that for you. And uh, they'll show you exactly. It's almost like getting a topographic map of your foundation. They'll show you where the problems are, what they are. They quantify the problem. They show you what they do to correct the problem and what it would cost. And if they don't find a problem, they tell you that too. If uh, if there is a problem and you say well, that's not not as expensive as I thought it was going to be, I think I want to do that. Well, they can get right on the task. They are careful. They are great. They have led their industry, both in the warranties that they give, in the way that they do their job, but also in some of the some of the techniques that they use. They have patents on some of those techniques, some of those processes, some of the materials. They have earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. Their website is foundationrepairs.com, foundationrepairs.com, and the phone number it's an easy one to remember. Listen, it's almost melodic. 214-333-0003. Be better if I could sing it. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip-top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. 
All right, Snoopy, thank you. Let's go back to the phones. And now James and Waxahachie, thank you for being so patient. How can I help you? Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Um, my question may be more of a Dr. George McKeeshan type question, but we're a little puzzled about something. We planted uh, two methylene plums last fall. We're, you know, we're just uh, east of Waxahachie in that black soil. And, you know, it was our understanding these were, you know, two of the, uh, or the, these, this was the better variety. And like I said, we planted two of them. And we've lost both of them, and so we're a little confused. I don't think the cold weather, I mean, they would have had plenty of chilling hours. Now, we've got tons of rain, but the one thing we're maybe puzzled about, my wife has uh, quite a few of Alphonse Carr bamboo, which she fertilizes with a high-nitrogen fertilizer. And about April, she put some of that high-nitrogen fertilizer on these plums, would would that have killed them? Did they leaf out properly? They they leafed out, but then uh, you know then all I noticed uh, probably I don't I was before all this rain I think that you know all the leaves started turning brown and curling up. I don't know maybe if before you know now I'm out here paddling in a canoe, but uh, a month or two back, it you know, we went through a pretty good dry spell, so I wasn't sure if maybe the... No, we we need to assign some times to these things. First of all, uh, methylene is the best plum. Secondly, the chill requirement is so that it will bloom properly. Uh, it needs to have uh, somewhere in the 700, 750 chilling hours. We had not had that before the cold spell, and that's temperature between 32 and 45 degrees, but that doesn't matter at all the first year that you have it because you really don't want any fruit anyway you don't care and so that's that you just put that off to the side that has no impact at all on whether they survive or not uh the cold weather i don't think would have caused a problem Uh, you're the first person to ask about methylene plum having a problem so i don't think that's the believe me believe me (laughs) as many questions as i have had on every plant that i never even thought about for the last 30 years um i I think uh, somebody would ask about methylene plum if if it uh, had any kind of freeze damage so that i'm going to rule out Uh, how tall were these they're about uh five foot tall all right, four, and four to five. how were they bought? Were they in containers? Yes, sir. All right, and it looked like they had grown in the containers for all of 2020. Yes, sir. The, yeah, the, uh, they they appeared healthy. They weren't they weren't uh, bare rooted. They were not uh, bought from Walmarts, but we bought them uh, in uh, in East Texas. Yeah, and, and no, they you're were, fine. Uh, Walmarts is is great, but they're not the only great place. So I. I I'm fine with that, and and you knew where I was headed on the bare root. I just wanted to make sure they weren't dug and stuck in the in the pots. Yeah, um, they should have been pruned just to help with the branching. That has nothing to do with it since they weren't dug trees, so that that would not have improved their uh, chance of success. Uh, okay, I want to go back to the fertilizer now. I've, I've ruled out everything else that I wanted to ask. Um, so she put out fertilizer on on her bamboo on a given day. Uh, at the time that she put the fertilizer out, were the plums perfect and healthy? Y- yes, sir. These these are the critical answers now. And with without absolute assurance on these, my answer is tainted. Um, and did you see browning of the plum leaves within oh probably four or five days after the fertilizer went down? 
within four or five days of the fertilizing. I, I you know what? I, I mean, I, I don't want to say because I'm not. All right. I'm it would have to be sure. very. It would have to be very quick if the fertilizer was the cause of of the problem. Fertilizer, okay. uh, if it's going to cause a problem, will burn roots. Uh, what kind of fertilizer was used? It was just a, a thirty-four zero zero, just a high nitrogen, but it wasn't a slow release. It was ammonium nitrate. Yes, sir. Holy cow! Yes, that's very capable. Oh, absolutely. I, I can't imagine using that. Okay. That's what, we, that's what you used to make bombs. Seriously. Oh. That's, what well, blew up I mean, the, that's what blew up the building in Oklahoma City. That's what oh, blew up okay. Texas well, City. I don't know anything about that. but No, she, I, did, she, I didn't expect you to, and I'm embarrassed food. that I do. But it's just that's, that's a fertilizer that is, uh, uh, is just so hard to use. It, it absorbs moisture. You, you keep it in the garage for a, a week in this kind of weather, and you can't use it. I had it when I was a kid. My dad had it, and we bought it at, at a feed store And before we could put it on the lawn. This is a long time ago before it was known to be quite so. Uh, he was a range management specialist. He wasn't turf. And uh, it was hard as a rock and, and unusable. So uh, if, he, if, she, no, if she's going to use all nitrogen, she ought to go to ammonium sulfate at least. But don't use that around fruit trees. Yeah, okay. I think that's well, I, I think that's probably it. I should have asked that first. So I think you're okay. right on the money. I would uh, I would go back with methylene plums. You don't need two of them. They don't cross pollinate. They're self pollinating anyway, and they won't help one another anyway. So okay. Well, she just yeah. We just wanted. Uh, we always try to plant two. It seems like everything we ever plant, if one one if you lose one, you know, it seems like one does well and the other one doesn't. Uh-huh. And and one last quick question: sure. I have fifty uh, two fifty gallon uh, livestock watering troughs, and I love blueberries. Um, you know, I know our soil and everything is not conducive for that. Is is there any possibility of growing any particular variety of blueberries here? If yeah, you, put, you will uh, need two okay. there. You need two for pollination. I'll let you do the research on it. There's a, a really good fact sheet at, uh, from Texas A&M on blueberries. I I forgot my laptop. It's at home, so I can't look up the, the publication number. I'm using my phone, of all things, today. Uh, but um, uh, you can look up uh, uh, blueberries, uh, uh, Aggie horticulture, and you'll find that fact sheet. But you need you need two varieties, and you need to plant them in just about pure uh, sphagnum peat moss, and you'll have to oh, okay. keep adding peat moss every year. They need a really acidic soil. The other, pro- and if you can save rainwater, that would be better than than your uh, uh, irrigation water. Okay, but the, the heat. So if you does almost pure, almost pure peat moss. Okay, wow. Because um, I need a pH maybe, of about five. Yeah, the pH of your soil is, is almost eight. Yeah, yeah, we're we're totally alkaline. That's why I thought about planting them in those containers. But but yeah. I didn't know if it would get too hot or can they tolerate the heat in the summer? Well, they're growing in East Texas. Uh, they're not growing in, oh, in stock. Okay. Yeah, they they grow probably sixty miles east of you. The you picket farms are over there, but they have the, the better soil. And they're not growing them in the tanks. I don't I don't think the tanks going to hurt. Uh, if you're they're reflective, so I think that's going to work to your advantage. That should be fine. I have a good friend, uh, now deceased, Benny Simpson, uh, brought us a blueberry pie, wonderful blueberry pie he had baked from his uh, two blueberry plants. And uh, he said, I got two pies from my two plants. He was a research horticulturist. 
and he had four by four by I think they were 36 inch deep redwood uh, tubs he had made very expensive to make them it costs a lot more to plant blueberry plants uh, if you're not in an area where they grow in the soil, it costs much uh-huh. more to get the uh, peat moss than it does to uh, uh, just go buy them. Than it does to buy the blueberries, yeah. So well, I got to run. We'll go but I hope that helps. You pick them. All right, thank yeah. you, sir. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Good questions. All right, stay with me. We have Robert in Arlington with a lot of maple seeds, and Brian in Mansfield with a cottonwood, and he has cotton. He has cotton. If he needs some cotton, he is in the cotton business this year, so he needs to open a processing facility at Gin. Mueller, your own storage space. Wouldn't you like to have that? seems like these days temporary storage facilities have popped up on every street corner. Isn't that the case? However, let's do a little bit of math. For what you are paying in yearly costs for that storage room, you could own your own metal storage building right there in your own backyard with a Mueller Backyard Building. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble with bolt-together design, and they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. Their kits come in a variety of sizes with more than 30 colors from which to choose, adding style to your storage space. If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. See all the options at MuellerInc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. Mueller, they're made in America, and they're made to last. That's 877 877- Two six eight three five five three Mueller Inc. M U E L L E R Mueller Inc. dot com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. If you're not informed, then you're out of the loop. All you have to do is ask Alexa. Open WBAP. My electronic newsletter is called E Gardens. Neil Sperry's E Gardens. It's free. It comes every Thursday, just a little after uh, six p.m. Mine comes at 6.04 every week, very regularly. And we have about 75,000 people subscribed to eGardens. Now, we'd love to add you to that list, but we can't add you. You have to add you. And you do so by going to neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on the eGardens tab, and you can see what it looks like. You'll see the one that went out this past Thursday evening. And uh, you'll see that it has a featured plant of the week, and it has a featured question of the week, and it has gardening this weekend, where I outline the most important 10 or 12 or 15 things you need to do in your landscape and garden for that week. That's what eGardens is all about. It sounds like an old-fashioned garden section written just for your part of the world. That's what eGardens is. Sign up for it. It's free and always will be, and I'll never give or sell your email address to anyone, so no spam coming. That's eGardens at neilsperry.com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. North Texas residents have been warned that some rabid foxes been found in Benbrook. We'll have the details on that uh, at the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. 
ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident on the northbound Dallas North Tollway at West Grove Drive has left only the number one lane open. An accident on westbound I-20 has closed the number one and number two lanes at I-45. And a big collision still has southbound 35E closed between FM 3040, that's Round Grove Road, and Highway 121, the Sam Rayburn Tollway. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast today, tomorrow, and the entire coming week will all be cloudy with a continuing chance for showers and thunderstorms. High today, 81. Might hit 68 tonight. Tomorrow, probably 78 degrees or so. Texas State Health Services is warning North Texas residents that two rabid foxes have been found in Benbrook. At least one person's been bitten. There's a possibility other wild animals may be affected. Rabies, of course, spread through bites and saliva. Health officials are asking pet owners not to allow their pets to roam freely and ensure they're vaccinated against rabies. A 19-year-old man wanted for a May 15th shooting in DeSoto that killed a 34-year-old father, wounded a woman, has been arrested. Evan McMarion was picked up in Arizona. He's in jail there, held on capital murder charges, awaiting extradition back to Texas. McMarion could also face unspecified charges in Arizona. He was driving a stolen car when he was arrested there. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update at 10 o'clock. Meanwhile, 24-7 News coverage, always there, WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very much. And Arborological Services coming to our house in a couple of weeks. Got rained out last Monday. Kind of hard to climb the tall trees, the pecans and other tall trees, if it's raining on you. Can't do that. Not safe. Arborological Services, they have the winners. They have the people who have been awarded the uh, designation of Arborist of the Year for the state of Texas. That's quite a, uh, that's a singular position. One person in the state gets that each year, and they have uh, three. Russell Peters, Kevin Bassett, and Steve Hauser have all won that. And Steve Hauser got a really great award this week. Uh, Ruth Ann sent a note to me, his assistant, uh, saying, I thought you'd like to know that, that Mr. Hauser was selected as the Texas Master Gardener of the Year for the state of Texas the, by, the, by the Master Gardeners at their state convention. And that's for his lifelong dedication to the trees of Texas. And boy, if that was not appropriate, oh my goodness, he's just, that's all he thinks about. Ask him about boxwood sometime and say, box what? <laughs> or something to that effect. He is just all about trees, and that's why the company is so good. They just focus on trees, and he will give his his all to save important trees. Uh, when they come to your house, the whole company is is taught that, and and uh, uh, they they give freely of themselves uh, to uh, to to volunteer projects all through the company. And uh, they also give freely of themselves to their industry to help others do things more safely and better and to help the industry. That's why I like Arborological Services. I kind of like the work they do for my trees, but I love what they do for their industry and for all of us. Here's a phone number. 
You want these people doing your tree work. 866-552-7267. On the web, it's arborological.com, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts, and again on the phone, 866-552-7267, Arborological Services. The conversation. Everything that the Democrats do, they are wrong. Begins here. They are persistently wrong. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. When it comes to window treatments, nobody does it better. Nobody anywhere than Sunburst Shutters. Uh, They do it with style. They do it with class. They do it with permanence. Sunburst shutters are made of polywood. Polywood is a man-made material that looks like wood. It looks like the most superior wood product you've ever seen. It looks and feels like, uh, oh, like a grand piano. Uh, Just so smooth and so easy to open and close. They're two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louvers. They're plantation style shutters. That means that you have very few lines when you open them. Fewer the, the bigger the, the louver, the fewer lines you have when you open them. So you, the clearer the vision you have of your backyard or of your pool or of the vista you have across a, a meadow, whatever it is. You know, I don't know if you have a meadow out your back window, but if you do, there you are. Sunburst Shutters, you need them. Sunburstshutters.com is the website so you can see what they look like and, and see all the different innovations they brought into that industry. They can custom make, well, every every one of their shutters is custom made for a specific opening. Every one of them. You cannot call them and ask for a stock item. They don't have any. Sunburst, that's why they fit so perfectly, because they are made to, to each opening. Tape and bed work makes that so much more important. Sunburst shutters, made of polywood, also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco, and available at your house. Let them bring samples to your home and show you what uh, they look like. They'll hold them up for you, and uh, they'll take a quick measure and tell you what it would cost. And if you decide that's what you want, I'll bet you will, then they will get busy and make the sunburst shutters for your home. That's uh, 214-343-2601. That's uh, 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. Let's go back to the phone to Robert in Arlington. Robert, this is Neil. Good morning. Well, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I have a very old uh, maple tree in my backyard, and it's uh, of course it, it drops uh, seed pods every year. But this year we just got a, an abundance of them, uh, and I've spent several hours picking the the little trees that come up in the flower beds out. Mm. But uh, they're all through the grass as well, and the fellow that cuts my grass said that they'll. Uh, if he just cut them with the grass every week, that they'll eventually just give up. And I don't know if he knows anything about it or not. That's true. He's correct. It is? Okay. Yeah. Uh, is there anything, uh, I mean, there's still hundreds of them throughout the the flower bed. It seems like every time I, 
I pull all those I can find, uh, two or three days later, there's a new batch for me. Mm-hmm. Is there anything I can spray on those? That- well, yeah, but that's going to also hurt your flower bed and, and uh, the shrubs and ground cover and anything else. The broadleaf weed killer uh, with 2,4-D will kill them very easily, but you can't use that around shrubs and ground cover and flowers. Uh, any suggestions? Um. Yeah, I would mulch the, the flower bed a uh, couple inches deep in maybe shredded tree leaves in the fall um, or uh, compost or pine bark mulch. I like pine bark. There are other kinds of mulch that you could use. I like it because it's easy to get it in between uh, shrubs and, and perennials, things like that. Right. Uh, some, of the, some of the things that are stringier are a little harder to get in place. We don't have, in our area, we don't have pine straw, but if you can envision trying to put pine straw around, that's what I'm talking about with stringy. Um, That will discourage most of them from germinating, and those that do may be germinating up above ground. They may be in the air in the mulch, and so as soon as it dries out, they'll they'll, uh, give up or... Uh, all you have to do in that case, if, if they do germinate, is, is disturb the mulch a little bit with a hoe or something. You don't have to chop or anything, but just kind of turn the mulch over, and that'll, that'll break them off. So that's, that's a good plan. I don't know that I would use a pre-emergent, a gallery application pre-emergent, uh, to stop them from germinating. I, I think that's the last-ditch uh, effort. That certainly would work, but I think the mulch is a, is a much better way, and it's also uh, good for the, the flower bed. Okay, and, and when, when should I put that on? I'd put it on in the fall, because if these are producing their seed early in the spring and, and they're germinating in the spring, then you want to have it there. You could do it late in the winter if you want to in January. What uh, type of maple is it? No, I, I really don't know. We've, it, we've been in the house 22 years, and... Uh, it was a, a large tree when we moved in. So, uh, I don't mean to scare you with this comment because it probably is not applying to this tree, but a lot of times when a tree is in distress or uh, about to die, it will have a major uh, load of fruit, uh, whether it's a peach tree or whether it's uh, any other tree, oaks or anything. Uh, they'll produce a lot of fruit uh, just as a survival of the species kind of a uh, an assurance, a, a reaction, and so you might you might look at the tree once you can uh, kind of forget about all the, the the maple seeds and and make sure it's healthy and vigorous. You may want to get an arborist to look at it if you have any fear that it may be in any kind of decline. I don't know okay. that that's the case without knowing the type of maple. It's really hard to predict that. Yeah. So. Well, You're in Arlington, and Arlington traditionally has better soil. At least parts of Arlington has, have better soil than most of the metroplex. If you're in the red soil, it, that's very beneficial. And so, anyway, that's All right, just something sure. well, to think I, about. I appreciate your advice, and uh, probably need to have that tree looked at. <laughs> well, it's it's worth it. It it can't hurt. So yeah. anyway, well, I appreciate the call. Thanks for being so patient. All right, take care. All right, I'm going to do the other SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. This is uh, one that I normally would have had yesterday uh, on KLIF, and I'm just beholden enough to my dogs that uh, since I did not have a live program yesterday, I I needed to attend a funeral. And uh, so I I forgot to tell them, and they sent me another dog, and I don't want Tater to go without being mentioned. 
today's other SPCA of Texas dog at the uh, at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas is Tater, a two and a half year old Australian cattle dog uh, uh, mix with a huge personality and one of the best. Having trouble with my eyes. I, I signed a bunch of books last night, and vertigo hits when I do that, when I do any kind of long inscriptions. And uh, oh, one of the best smiles. Uh, Tater has a white coat with black spots. Uh, the, the photograph that they sent me, mostly white, really unusual. Perky ears and true cattle dog fashion. It's hard not to adore his floppy ears and cute little black spots, but you'll love Tater's happy attitude the best. He loves toys and treats and spending lots of time outside. Being in the shelter is hard for Tater. He really would love either a foster or adopter to take him in to a nice, quiet home where he can feel safe and comfortable. Tater has a lot of energy. He would need a fenced-in yard to zoom around in as much as he likes. He would prefer a home without other dogs or kids. Adopters will get to take Tater on a test drive for a trial adoption. The SPCA of Texas will provide all behavior and medical support to help ensure a successful transition into the new home. To fill out an adoption application to meet Tater, please go to spca.org slash dogadopt. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Tater has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He'll be waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas uh, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. Adoptions will be available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Look up Tater. And again, he is the two-and-a-half-year-old Australian cattle dog mix, Tater. Uh, and uh, visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That is Tater, and I hope we can get Tater adopted. All right, let me do my last break right now, and then we'll come back to Brian in Mansfield and Dale in Cleburne, and we'll kind of wrap up the program, so that'll be good. Stay with me, guys. Uh, The... uh, Offer for Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, my book. This is the uh, fifth edition. Uh, oh, no, backwards. This is the fifth printing of my book, not the fifth edition. Fifth edition indicates that there have been significant changes, and there have not been. This is the fifth printing. We just put it back on the presses. I self-published the book, so I have to pay ahead of time when I have it printed, and I, did, I don't want to print huge numbers. I want to print it in an affordable number each time. And uh, so it is uh, It is on the presses, off the presses now. It's uh, available, and I am signing books. I signed a bunch last night, about 200. I'll sign another couple of hundred tonight, and I'm trying to get caught up, I hope, this week. That's my goal. And uh, when the books arrived uh, early in May, I had about 4,000 to sign, and I've worked all the way through May trying to get that. Uh, meanwhile, the numbers were growing Upwards of uh, 5,000 now, I think, somewhere in that range, have sold. And uh, thank you for that. I, I don't lose any sight of the uh, gratitude. I, I dare not 
do that. I'm very grateful. And uh, so I'm hustling as fast as I can to get your book in the mail. This may be the only gardening reference you will need. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that calendar. People tell me, Neil, that that chapter, chapter 2, that pays for the whole book. It's 48 pages telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants. It tells you when to watch out for bagworms and when to watch out for webworms. They're very different insects, you know, and uh, when to treat for grubworms. I'm just using very specific examples. But 48 pages of when to do everything for your lawn, landscape, fruit and flower, and, and vegetable gardens. All of that in Chapter 2. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I think I covered everything. The fifth printing will be $36.95 plus tax and postage. But until I get caught up on the signings, it's $31.95. That's a significant savings. And you'll be getting a signed copy, satisfaction completely guaranteed. The book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. To do that, it would have cost you a whole lot more. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to send these directly from my house to my my radio listeners and eGardens uh, readers uh, directly to their uh, mailbox. So it, there are no middle people on this one. And the way you order it is by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800 800- 752 GROW. 800-752-4769. But the better way by far is to order it. And again, you'll get a signed copy. Order it from neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Order it now. I'll be signing almost immediately as I get home. neilsperry.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Foundation Repairs. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Thank you, sir. Ace is the place. It's the place with those helpful hardware folks. I hope you'll get into your local Ace hardware today. Tell them you heard about them here on WBAP. Once you uh, have gotten in there, they will want to know how they can help you. And you say, well, I'd like to see the miracle Grow garden soil. Because if you stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer, you'll find a great deal on miracle Grow garden soil. It's just uh, $8.49. Save $2 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $6.49, a limit of 60 bags. Grow a bountiful harvest with miracle Grow garden soil, vegetables, and herbs. Enriched with a blend of compost plant food, other essential nutrients it feeds for up to four, uh, three months. Ready to grow big, beautiful in-ground flowers? Trust miracle Grow garden soil. 
and uh, it will help you do that job as well. Meanwhile, moisture control technology pr- protects plants against over and underwatering. It increases blooms and vegetable harvest versus unfed plants. It's for in-ground use only. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community, so you're getting help from people you already know. Local experts with trusted advice you can trust. That's Ace. Ace Hardware for Miracle Grow products on special sale for a limited time. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very much. We have uh, about five minutes left in the program, four minutes, and we have two calls. Let me make sure I get both of them in. Brian in Mansfield. This is Neil. Thanks for waiting. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I got a question. Well, for me and some of our neighbors, we have another neighbor that has a big cottonwood tree in the backyard, and, I mean, it's you couldn't reach around. It's huge. But in probably... 25, 30 years, I don't even remember it even putting off the, the snow, <laughs> the pollen. But for some reason, and I'm just curious, I mean, it, it covered people's yards. It looked like snow. And we're wondering why now has this thing put off? And it, it never has before. Did the winter shock it some way? Or? Oh, I don't think so. I, I can't explain it. I don't have any idea. Um I would imagine that it has produced the uh, the seed before. Those are the seeds. That's how it, how the seeds are dispersed. I would imagine that they have uh, been produced before, maybe not in this quantity. Um, plants uh, uh, yield of, of of seeds varies from year to year, and and this is just a bountiful year. Uh, I'm. Uh, broadcasting from McKinney and down the street from where I'm broadcasting, there are several very large uh, cottonwoods in in the median, and uh, this year is not a big year for them. So, you know, it, I guess the tree just felt the spirit this year. I guess so. <laughs> other other years it may not, but well, normally normally they normally they will have a lot of seed every year. And believe me, every one of those seeds will germinate. You'll have cottonwoods coming up everywhere this year. Right. Well, we're just kind of curious because it, it was just heavy-duty, heavy-duty, and nobody yeah, ever remembers it coming up. But anyways, thank you very much. You betcha. Appreciate your call. Let me go to Dale in Cleburne. Dale, this is Neil. Good morning. Top of the morning to you, Mr. Neil. Yes, sir. How can I, I help you? I got... Uh, a prickly pear cactus that uh, I think the freeze has got about 20% of it. The mm-hmm. question is, should I trim all that back off? And if so, it goes all the way down to the base root, which is probably two and a half, three feet wide. So I, I'm not exactly sure what I should do. Well, without seeing it, it's hard to tell you, but I, you might as well take off anything that's dead. I'd use lopping shears so you can reach down in and, and uh, snip it and get rid of it. But, yes, I'd, I'd go ahead and trim off anything that's dead. The uh, winter did kill a lot of prickly pears across north Texas. You're right. Uh, also, I have been problems with a couple of uh, Texas sages out on my entryway. Yes, sir. 
and Texas Sage was just massacred across North Texas. It has been my prototype uh, when I've written about, and I did this a week ago tonight on Facebook, why uh, the the term native plants is not a good criterion uh, as we choose plants for our landscapes. The fact that something is native in the town of George West or Uvalde or in southwest Texas does not guarantee it's going to do well in Cleburne or in, in Allen or McKinney. Uh, that plant, I've seen it freeze five times in the 50 years that my wife and I have lived in north central Texas. It's just, it froze and, and you'll have to replace them or prune them and hope they come back. Folks, thanks for listening. Happy gardening.